Hello, I'm Michael. I'm John. And I am Aquapanda Andrew. And this week, we've got a really fun episode. Um, it is episode seven. Um, I don't know if anybody's noticed the way I number these when we put them out, but they are with double O's, and this is double O seven. And so this week, we're talking about none other than spy toys um, and Bond toys and everything spy. So um, we're having a lot of fun with it. I know we talked about, me, Michael, and John here, we've all talked about uh, different different spy toys. We, we all kind of looked at different stuff. I specifically looked up spy tech. Uh, John looked up American Imperial Toy Corporation stuff. Michael has a bunch on the actual 007 spy stuff that... Uh, the toys, like the action figures and the cars. Um, so I think it's going to be a great episode. We're going to talk about a lot of different stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's it's going to be fun. But uh, before we talk about that, we need to talk about our socials. And, John, can you tell everybody where they can find us? Where you can find us. All right. Twitter and Instagram is at Toy Rewind Pod. Facebook, uh, just look us up. You'll probably come across us. I'm not going to repeat all that. Uh, email toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com uh, and then we got our website at toyrewindpodcast.com so uh, look us up I know we had a few questions come in on Facebook from uh, mine and Andrew's sister-in-law Michael's wife Rainy uh, so I'm going to go to those questions real quick if y'all are okay oh, with questions. that questions yeah. questions we got some questions time to have yep. time to answer okay let's let some people right. know all about us <clears throat> All right, okay. Michael. Go for it. How many Hot Wheels only do you have? Oh, wait, wait, wait. So these are specific wait. questions for each individual. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. All right. Go ahead, Mike. So I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to have close to about 15,000 on just Hot Wheels. <laughs> and Jeez. So, yeah. So, I mean, they, they range all the way from 1968 when they started all the way up till. Uh, some new ones I just bought a couple of days ago for for 2020. So, yeah, they, I've got totes and totes and walls covered and displays filled and um, just about any kind of vehicle ever made that Hot Wheels has made a copy of. So, yeah. Okay, oh so gosh. let's let's add a little bit more to that. On your die-cast cars, not just Hot Wheels, Matchbox, whatever <clears throat> other brands, what do you think you have? Oh, my gosh. Total, yeah, it's close, close to twenty thousand. Oh, okay, twenty. Yeah. Gosh, man, I just can't even imagine twenty thousand cars. I mean, I know there's a lot behind you because <laughs> we're looking at this picture of or this video of you, and you've got these shelves beautifully displayed. But I yes. just can't imagine twenty thousand, and we can't even see your walls that are yeah. like lined. All we can yeah, see we'll is your to... shelter. You here, so yeah. Uh, one day I'll have to sit down and do a, a YouTube video to. So we well, this can, is we this is one thing. Off. This is one thing that we can talk about real quick. So just since we're still on, before we get to your question, John, um, we are working on getting a Twitch stream set up and start to do some lives. So maybe that'll be something we do. Um, each yeah, individual yeah, yeah. one of us have a little different live where we do a Q and A and kind of showing off our collections. Um, which I think Michael, we'd have to start with you. You've got the best collection there. As far as all set up at this point, ready to go. Oh, he's he's getting fancy, John. Yeah, he's fixing to turn on his LED lights on he's his car. Turn on his LED. Oh, oh, oh wow. 
Um, I think you need to finish setting up those LED lights because you got some shelves that are empty there. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to get a couple more strands to cover a couple of shelves. Yeah. So and that'll I'll be, be something. That'll be something for our listeners to look forward to. We'll be doing some uh, some lives and some videos of some different uh, some of our collections and different things going on. So, uh, John, what's let's see. You have these written down. Yeah. <coughs> so my question was, what do I collect uh, in particular? I, I'm not a huge collector, but I do have some Zelda uh, items, several shirts, a couple of other things. I've got a big old coffee mug of the Deku Tree. Uh, I've got. got an, uh, is that an ocarina right behind you? Yes, I do have a actual ocarina right behind me. Uh, looking at a couple other things, I have a buddy that's uh, waiting for their sale to go on at his store here, uh, and I'm going to try to see if I can swing and get the uh, Master Sword of it eventually. Um, oh. It's, oh, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that, that might nice. be that might be news you know, to the rest of my family, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, all, all three of us are huge Zelda fans, so we, we right. just love that. Yeah, uh, I have most of the games on my Wii U. I'm missing a couple of them, uh, so I've worked on trying to get all those and play those. And then I do like to do my yard work and everything, but I have a particular thing I like about what we put out there and i have several uh sleeping gnomes that are in our yard all sleeping i don't know if we'll talk about that if that's a toy line we'll eventually talk about probably not but those are my (laughs) i mean those are my items to collect all right and then what what so you're you've got zelda stuff and uh sleeping gnomes what what's my question what did Randy want to know from me all right, Andrew, how many Funko Pop Batman only do you own? Okay, so um, anybody that's listening to this, so I am a huge Funko collector. Um, at one point, um, at the height of it, I had about six to 700 Pops, um, but I did sell a bunch of them um, and decided because I, I needed to concentrate, and uh, my concentration was on Batman. So... Batman only. Um, last time I looked, and this is not an accurate number at all, um, it was about 220. Um, I know it's not a really an accurate number because it's been a while since I've counted them. They are all right now in boxes at our parents' house um, because I'm in like mid-place and don't have a permanent position or permanent house right now that we're, that we're in uh, since we're up here in Great Falls. So... Um, yeah, uh, that'll be one, I guess I'll have to come back and update, update on that one once we edit it. Plus I've got, I mean, I got about at least 15 or 16 (laughs) things on pre-order right now that are getting shipped to Michael. Um, so. Y'all about to get a flood of boxes. Not, not that I already get a flood of boxes already for my stuff, but yeah. So yeah, flood of boxes specifically (laughs) for me, um, real quick, um, since we're talking about that. Uh, shout out to Beehive Collectibles and shout out to Poppin' Beards, um, who I do most of my pre-orders through. Um, so the two of those guys that, that they take care of me, um, but they have a lot of stuff coming your way, Michael, that'll have my name on it. Uh, All right. And then as soon as I can get my hands on it, it'll be, it'll be fun. I, so I know I know I'm, we kind of joke around saying my mailman, mail lady, she she really hates us delivering to us because. Um, cause either I have boxes of cars or Rainey has boxes of ET stuff showing up. 
So we got uh, quite a bit of just about every day. There's a there's a box or two that show shows up. Yeah, she she may be confused when my boxes start to show up, and she'll be like, "Oh no, another <laughs> another Newland getting another stuff shipped out here." So, um, yeah. Uh, so I, I would say, I mean, at this point, give or take anywhere two fifty to three hundred range. I don't absolutely know where it's at right now. So, um, we'll definitely come back and and revisit that at some point. So. Um, especially when I can do my, uh, my video of my collection. So, all right. So those are questions from Aunt Rainey. Thanks Aunt Rainey for sending us in those questions. If anybody else has questions, we'd love to hear them. Um, we'll be happy to answer them here on the podcast. Um, every week we try to answer one. We do have one, uh, for our fun for all questions. So that was not our fun for all question. Uh, but, but good to fun and have some fun and answer some questions. So here is our fun for all question. What is your all-time favorite board game? And Michael, we'll start with you. Start with me. Um, I'm going to say, you know, Monopoly's always <laughs> been one of my favorite ones, and I think I think we may all have pretty close <laughs> the same answer on this one. So, uh, just growing up playing Monopoly. Uh, another one I had a lot of fun growing up with you guys and. Uh, Andrew may remember this one more is uh, Mousetrap. We like playing Mousetrap a lot too. Loved playing Mousetrap. Yeah. yeah. So, but I think Monopoly. You know, getting together um, when we were kids, we did like on New Year's Eve or something. We sit down and play it. Um, well, we had that square. We had that square coffee table, and it worked perfectly. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. did. To yeah. put a Monopoly uh, board in the middle of it and play. So, and, John, yeah. John, go ahead and give us your answer. Well, all right, so my number one answer is Monopoly, of course, because of everything we've done. Uh, and yes, I remember doing games, leaving them sitting there, playing the next day. Oh, my gosh. And taking time yeah. and playing longer and longer. Uh, but my number two is Risk. Uh, I remember yeah. going out to Nanny and Pops and playing with the cousins and stuff, and they always had that game, and that's one that always came out. So Yeah, I remember playing that, too, growing Risk. up. Yeah. Risk and Monopoly, those are great games. I love those. Monopoly is my number one. Um, and just like, like I said, the memories of us playing growing up, uh, the three of us playing, mom and dad playing with us. I remember playing with Nanny and Pop. Like, I mean, cousins, we had a lot of fun. I do remember playing Risk a lot. That was fun. Um, but um, I would probably say my number two. And this is not even from growing up. This is from recent years. Um, what is it? Raven's... Uh, I don't know. There's a toy company that does board games that came out with the the villainous games, and they're Disney villainous. Um, they are so much fun. We have a lot of fun playing them with the kids. Me and Brian, he play with kids, um, and everybody kind of gets to play with a different villain. Um, there are one, two. Sorry, they're right behind me. There's four villainous sets that have I don't know. There's like fifteen or sixteen different villains in it. And then they just released one was the Marvels Marvel villains, so you can play against those, and it's there's so much fun. So um, I do think once we get back down to Texas and we all get together, it's something we should play um, with all of us because I think you guys would have a lot of fun with them too. So yeah, I also yeah I, I also have uh, the Zelda Monopoly game too. Oh so. yeah, so that that was gonna <laughs> I was gonna point that out. The Monopoly, as much fun as it was, like growing up, like over the last what decades to 15 years whatever however long when they started coming out with the the uh i can't different brands the, the brands like you know uh there's bob's burgers there's zelda i have the zelda one too john 
um, or the kids have it. There's Doctor Who. There's you know the different cities, all the different towns. I, I found one in Jacksonville. It was the Jacksonvilleopoly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, there's there's I mean, a big thing. Yeah, around here where all the towns around the area have got their own Monopoly games. Yeah. Yeah, so you've so. got those. I know you got the different colleges. Like, there's so many different brands at this point that have done it. It just makes it that much more fun because um, I know Monopoly is not Bryony's favorite game. She really does not like playing it. But every once in a while, <laughs> she'll play the Doctor Who version with me because it's Doctor Who and it makes it a little more fun. <laughs> so yeah. it does help to get more people out there playing when you're doing something fun like that. So yeah, we've got we've got one as uh, Dogopoly. Um, we've got, uh, Rainey's got that one and she's got the, I love Lucy monopoly. Um, I've got the, the Dale Earnhardt monopoly. Okay. And so I've, I've also got the, the original, (laughs) the, the one we played with was if if you look on it, the, it's one of like one of the first couple years it was out. It's how old it had the wooden houses and everything. Oh yeah. That was the one at Nanny and Pop's house, right? I think so, yeah, because because yeah. it's just it's so old and I, I don't the board's stored away somewhere, but I came across the houses the other day. So, so we are going to talk about board games at some point, probably within our first year, um, and I believe Monopoly is going to be a big one that we talk about. We really got to talk about the the two fun things that they change all the time. It's the what is jail and what is boardwalk. Like, what do they change those? So those will be that'll be fun to talk about when we get there. So. All right, um, so this is going to be a little bit different podcast for us. Um, we're not just talking about one toy line. We're talking about kind of a genre of toy lines here um, and a bunch of different mixtures of things. Um, but before we get into our toy talk and start talking about the, all these spy toys, Michael, you brought something to our to mine and John's attention this week, um, and that is that there is a toy Hall of Fame, which doesn't surprise me. There's Hall of Fames for all kinds of things. There, There's probably multiple toy Hall of Fames, but... The one that you brought to our attention was the Strong National Museum of Play. Um, they have their National Toy Hall of Fame, and they are currently, uh, they just released their 2020 National Toy Hall of Fame finalists, which I want to talk about those. Uh, before we talk about those, can you give us a quick rundown of kind of the different toys that have been in here? Because they started this, what, 1998? I think. Yeah, 98 was the, was the first year they, so, they had get, it, yeah. Give us a little rundown of what's already in the Toy Hall of Fame, which some of these make me laugh, but we'll get into that. Yeah, so uh, some of them are kind of generic. You know, you have ball. Uh, there's all <laughs> different kinds of balls. Ball. But, you know, just have a ball, uh, alphabet blocks, you know, Atari, the 2600 games in there. Uh, there's Blanket. Blanket. Blank. Uh, that was inducted in 2011. Uh, you got Bubbles. Just Bubbles? Uh, and then there's the funniest. The funniest one I saw was the cardboard box oh. was inducted in, in 2005. So, but you have, but you also have, you know, like games like chess and Clue. Uh, you got Crayola crayons, uh, Fisher Price, Little People, GI Joe is in there, Hot Wheels. Um, there's uh, the Jacks. There's Jump Rope, Kite, Legos in there as well. Uh, Lionel Trains, uh, Magic Eight Ball. Uh, so talk about Monopoly. Monopoly was in the first, the very first uh, uh, group that was nominated in in, okay. two, in 1998. So, so they've got a good, they've got a good list of, of starters. Um, and then what is there? Twelve? I think yeah. There's twelve finalists for 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm gonna oh, I'm Star just, Wars. Star Wars figures are in there too, so that's a big one. Okay, okay. okay. Which we've already, which we've <laughs> talked about Star Wars figures, so that's yeah. a good one. Uh, what uh, year uh, were they inducted? Uh, Star Wars were 2012. 2012. Okay, so we've yeah. talked about that, and uh, we may add this to different different groups as we start to talk. If uh, we have lines that were inducted, we may pull that into them. So, uh, but here's our 2020 National Toy Hall of Fame finalists. So, uh, where's it at? So they're Baby gonna Nancy. take. Wait, they're going to take three of these, um, and they'll be announced November 5th at 10.30 a.m., um, I'm assuming, since the, the they're in New York, they're in Rochester, so I'm assuming, what is that, Eastern Time, um, they're going to announce those. So here they are. we got Baby Nancy, we got Bingo, Briar Horses, Jenga, Lightbright, Masters of the Universe Toys, My Little Pony, Risk, Sidewalk Chalk, Sorry, the game. I'm, I'm not sorry, it's just the game. Uh, Tamagotchis, Yahtzee. Oh, and that's it, sorry. Um, that's 12. So those those are the 12. Um, I was looking at these, and I would immediately think that Masters of the Universe, My Little Pony, and Risk make it in. Um, but... <clears throat> Also, I would not have thought cardboard box would have made it in there. So I don't know. What do you, what do you what are you guys thinking? What do you think is going to make it in this year? Um, I'm thinking the sidewalk chalk, um, light bright, and probably the master universe. Those are my three. Okay. Wow. So. Uh, I can agree with those. Yeah. Yeah. I think, but I think, because this isn't the first time I've come across it, I just didn't realize it. Uh, it came up before with it, but I think the sidewalk chalk's been in the running for a couple of years now, so I don't know if it's going to make it yet. Uh, yeah, I didn't look, see how long, how many times they've been nominated, so I didn't look at that. So. Um, but if I, if I, it was me picking the three, I think Risk uh, Masters of the Universe and Lightbright. I could I can go with that. So I think I um, think those there's there's some pretty good ones in here, but there's also some really funny ones to me, <laughs> um, like Sidewalk Chalk. That's just it's Sidewalk Chalk. Like I, I don't know How about the Briar Horses. I mean, they're but, just molded horses. Isn't Briar Horses <laughs> so much bigger now? Like. I don't know. Like this is just the horses. Are they going to come back and induct the elephants and the bunny rabbits <laughs> and I can't even think the bite. I don't know. Are they going to come back and do all the rest of them individually? Right. Yeah, they've come out with all the all different kind of animals for that for that. Yeah. So to me, animal. this should be the Briar Molding Company animals or something. It's it's like they went very specific on some things and they kept it very broad on other things like cardboard box. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. It's it'll be it'll be fun. I'll be keeping up with this, um, and I know uh, we have an episode. I believe that falls right around the fifth. So maybe we'll be able to announce what they do pull in. You know when we do that. So uh, that'll be our uh, episode right after Halloween. So that should be maybe we'll be able to announce it. Yep. All right. All right. So. It's time to talk about these toys, the spy toys. Um, like I mentioned earlier, this is all 
we're doing spy toys because this is episode 007 and if you don't know that james bond is 007 you've been under a rock since like the 30s or 40s 60s 60s but yeah we we, we want to talk well, about think, some spy toys i think toys, the books I think there's a lot. the books yeah the books were out i think in the 50s so yeah Okay, so I have to go back and double check that, but I think we it's fifties. If you don't know about 007 to some extent, then you know where have you been? You know, it's it's a it's a, been a great movie line. Um, I know they actually they're getting ready to release the twenty fifth movie, um, which has been great. We've had a lot of different Bond guys. Um, news to me this week is when I found out that uh, neither one of you had ever really seen a Bond movie, um, which no, I said I have. I've seen a couple of them. I just haven't seen all of them. Well, that just scares me. Can one of you go check on mom? Because when she finds out you've never really seen a Bond movie, <laughs> like she's gonna she's gonna have problems. Um, I remember watching the Bond movies with mom growing up. Um, all the old ones, um, the Pierce Brosnan episode, the the ones that the, those are the first ones that I actually remember, like full on remembering the plots and everything. Um, but I've seen Doctor No, I've seen you know all the other ones with uh, Sean Connery, Roger Moore, and all those. Um, and then even, didn't... even the new ones with Daniel Craig, like those are my favorites. But yeah, yeah. So I didn't know Mom was a big Bond fan, but she she loves Sean Connery and she likes Pierce Brosnan. So yeah, I can I can see that. Yeah. Now now that you now you you come up with those guys, yeah. See that. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So you guys need to watch them. They're all, most of them are on. I think they're all on Netflix now. So you guys should go watch them. Please go watch them. They're great movies. Uh, but we're going to talk about the toys. So I'll probably be interjecting stuff about the movies on and off. Here we go. But uh, we're going to talk about the toys. So, Michael, what toys did you research on this one? Um, I was looking at the uh, one of the, fir- the first ones, the 1965 um, Gilbert toy line. Uh, they had several different, uh, different things going on. The... Um, Bring it up my computer. They had it's the wrong one. They had uh, like twelve inch. You know, back then a lot of twelve inch dolls and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. So the, is uh, this is this like sixties, sixties, seventies? Nineteen sixty five is what okay. we're talking about right now. Um, they've got you know Sean Connery was the character, so they have a, a puppet. That came out with Sean Connery puppet. He's holding a little gun um, in his little blue suit, but he's uh, that's a pretty cool looking thing there. Uh, and then they have little figures. Uh, they're probably uh, I'm gonna say three inches, maybe about three three inches or so. There was, but they're kind of funky looking characters, and they all they don't move or pose or anything. They're just they're just in a certain stance uh, with a flat bottom, kind of like army men. It's kind of what they are. They're just painted up. Um, you've got different ones. Uh, you've got uh, uh, yeah. There's ten different figures. You got Domino. You got Doctor No. Goldfinger. Uh, you got Bond in a scuba outfit, and then another Bond with a holding a Beretta pistol, and then one with a, a high power scope rifle. Then you have Largo. You have M, Money Penny, and Odd Job. Uh, the going back to those the two dolls that were in '65, uh, you had Bond and you had Odd Job. They're 12 inch dolls. They had Wait. different different. They only had, uh, they different, only had two uh, dolls. Outfits. Yeah, there was only two. 
and it was just Bond. An odd job? An odd job. And that's it. Yeah. So, right. I, mean, I mean, they had odd different... Job is, odd job is one of the major or more prominent henchmen bad guys throughout the movies, but there's so many other ones. I, like, I would have thought maybe M and Q, Money Penny, like you said, some of those that were on his side, but I guess he had to have somebody to fight. Yeah, those those guys were all they were included in the little figurine set. Uh, like I said, they're not posable, but they're they're like I said, they're they're set up like uh, the army like army men, green army men, but they're painted. Oh, okay. So yeah, but they're painted, they're all, so you can kind of toy with them and have fun with them. Yeah, uh, they had also had little sets they came with too. Uh, you know, where's a box set that had. Uh, Money Penny and M, and then Bond holding his Beretta pistol, and then I had the bulletproof desk with it. Uh, another box set that had uh, James Bond in a scuba outfit had Largo, and it had a boat uh, from from the movie. And then, which movie? Uh, which movie? Uh, I, I couldn't tell you which movie. I mean, he had a lot of boats, so who knows? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a yacht. I think it was Largo's yacht. Whatever, oh, okay. Whichever movie that was from. Yeah. That that makes so, sense. Yeah. So and then, you know they had another one that had uh, Doctor No's dragon tank and the Hydra full yacht that Largo had as well. So it was a two pack with that with the tank and the yacht together. Um, they had another set that had a pool table and a deadly laser ray. Uh, had a little table with that he would lay on with the, with the laser that shot at him. Uh, that was in another little set, but they all went in with those little figures that, that I, I guess you, I, I couldn't play with them because they didn't they couldn't move around. I, I'd like to have posable figures. But, you gotta have posable ones. So these are all yeah. just figures that they were of all the different characters basically. Um, yeah, and then also, so Bond is known for a couple other things. So his gadgets. <laughs> which he got from Q, and his cars. Mm-hmm. So what do you have on cars? You are the car guy. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> there's a lot of cars um, released from all different manufacturers, uh, from all the way from the 60s to, you know, to just recently this, this past year, you know, Hot Wheels put one out. Um, but the biggest one, biggest toy uh, die-cast manufacturer back in the 60s was was Corgi, them and Matchbox. So Corgi had a lot of uh, Hollywood-type cars and stuff, and they did a lot of James Bond stuff, um, a ton of them. So just about every car that was in the movies was done, uh, all the way from the Aston Martins to um, the the Lotus that that goes underwater. The Lotus. Uh, Yeah. And... I mean, they even have, Corey even did one of a uh, double-decker bus, London bus. So, there well, of was, course. Yeah. Um, there is, um, I was actually looking at this, uh, kind of makes me laugh, just the, all the different cars. That just, everybody knows him for the Aston Martins, um, because yeah. that's what he drove back in, like, the 60s, and then they started to bring it back with a bunch of uh, Pierce Brosnan's, um, and then kind of kept it going with the lotuses or not the lotus with the uh the aston martins but there is one where he drives a ford mustang um, yeah there's a was it 60 
five. No, it's a. It's a Mach one. Trying, trying to find one. Yeah, it's a Mach one. I think yeah. it's a sixty-nine or. And he drives it through Vegas. He drives it through Vegas. So you know, um, that's from Diamonds Are Forever, the nineteen seventy-one movie. Um, and then he's also got the Bentleys. He drives the Bentley. Uh, like you said, the Lotus, which the Lotus driving underwater was. That's primo. I like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a, a pretty a funny one, too, to look at is he's there's one that uh, Corey made. It was the, the Citroen from Your Eyes Only. It's a little yellow Citroen car. And that, that's just it's the funny. I mean, the Citroens are funny looking anyway. Right. So you don't, you don't put that in with your Aston Martins and your uh, Thunderbirds. And, you know, he drove a Thunderbird in one movie. And, uh, and the Lotus and all that kind of stuff. It's just, it's kind of, kind of funny seeing that mixed in with all these others. I'm trying to find, so. Oh, the little yellow car. Yes. Yes. It kind of looks like a bug. Yeah. It's a bug with a long front end. They kind of do. And it, yeah. And the back end is more, uh, yeah. hatchback than, than yeah. The bug, but yeah. But I they, you know, they also one. have, you know, Corey also did, um, uh, a lot of the, uh, there's a moon buggy from moon, I guess that's Moonraker, um, yeah. and then the space shuttle. They did a space shuttle, and and all that kind of stuff, and helicopters and stuff that he's had. Just about all the vehicles he's they've had in all the uh, all the movies Corgi has done. Um, one of each of them. So we've got you. You've got those, John. I know you looked up more of the gadget type stuff. Yeah, so what I would looked up to was more of the 80s, more of stuff that we probably could have got a hold of, or at least me and Michael, uh, if parents would have done it, um, which I'm sure we had a bunch of different gadgets and little poppers and whatever that would have fit into all this too, uh, but American Imperial Toy Corporation is the one that I got into, uh, and they started making them, these are about 1984, there's 10 different packages, I guess you can call them. One of them is a little 380 automatic. Uh, it's a little bluish plastic gun with a silencer and a scope. Uh, and it makes actual uh, rapid fire sounds. Uh, funny thing is, is, when I was looking at these, is how realistic these could actually look. Uh, yeah, which seems to be an issue these days. Right, and then uh, I came across the 9mm submachine gun with the folding, uh, fold-down stock, which now, how shoots. how big was that? I mean, it was probably a good foot and a half after it folded out or something. Oh, jeez. From what it All looks. Right. Uh, but it shoots, uh, it actually fires soft plastic bullets. So... And we wonder why some of these toy companies aren't in business anymore. Right. And then uh, I came across... Uh, there's a dart gun that shoots actual safety tip darts. <laughs> and these are, there. All, these are all actually branded 007. Yeah, these are yeah. James Bond yeah. 007 Secret Service, whichever one they go with. Uh, yeah. They have a pair of sunglasses. <laughs> all right. So I'm not really sure about that one. And then these two, uh, it's the Skydiver, which there was two of them. There was an orange one and a green one. Which those are just like little parachute guys. 
Yeah, little parachute guys that have the Union Jack uh, parachute. So those are kind of cool. Yeah. Then they have one package that was just with ID tags. Oh, well, of course. You got to have <laughs> yeah. your ID tags. You got to have your ID tags. Everybody, uh, everybody needs to know who 007 is, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But the they watch. come with a came with a 24-inch uh, metal chain, two metal uh, tags, and then two stickers. One of them that has, says the 007. You can put your name, uh, your rank, and then your... I guess your ID number, and then the other one was a Union Jack to put on the other one. License to kill. Right. Uh, A watch. I mean, it was just a little watch that said 007 and was battery-powered and digital. You think that one had a laser in it? It, 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 I know if I would have had it, I probably would have been running around shooting Michael like, do, 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 you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I mean, that's, that's uh, one of his big things. He always gets a laser in something, and usually it's it's in the watch. How, right? How does that laser sound again, Sean? Doo, doo, doo. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then there was another gun, but it was a flashlight. It's a flasher, and you could do Morse code. It's got a red tip on it. But hey, John, when you trick... We're, we're a PG podcast. No flashing, okay? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's got... came with batteries. It had a little Morse code, a little chart that came with it so you could do morse code on it i'm not really sure how many kids would have actually been doing that that's another thing you can tell these are 80s toys they came with batteries yeah they came with batteries before they found out they could write batteries not included right uh and then the last one was uh, a set of walkie talkies wait wait a minute um is that a cord for the walkie talkies (laughs) yes there's a cord for the walkie talkies it's 120 (laughs) It's 120 inches long, and it connects the walkie-talkies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So it's only 10 uh, feet? Yeah. So, but that way you could do it. And all these have the James Bond. Uh, it's not like you can't hear each it. other from 10 feet away anyway, right? Right, right. <laughs> right. But oh. these all had the Roger Moore James Bond pictures on the packages and everything. Uh, and, and, you know, these were, these were little things that as kids that age, you would have had a blast with. I mean, we, we probably would have been loving the sunglasses and weren't running around with them. They weren't the mirrored sunglasses. Yeah. Those weren't the mirrored ones, but those were just the sunglasses that Roger Moore wore. Minus the big 007 that's in the middle of it. It's a big blue 007 in the middle. Yeah. Right. Um, so you looked at those, those are kind of like the specific 007, uh, toys. I went a different route when I was looking at these, and I started looking up the uh, spy tech kits that were made by Tyco in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, they came out with 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 8. I can't count. They came out with 8 kits, um, and these were not branded 007. They were just spy kits. Um, you had a periscope, uh, which allowed you to obviously look around corners. Uh, they right. Were, they were little blue periscopes. They were kind of cool. Um, they had the rear view glasses, um, which was a pair of sunglasses, but right on the corners had mirrors in them, so you can you can look behind you in case you were getting followed. Um, they had a tracker so that you could actually set a like I could put it on you, John, and then I could 
from probably about 10 feet away from you know where you were at. Uh, I mean, this was the 80s. It's not like we're getting too high tech. Uh, the secret identity kit, which allowed you to, you know, check fingerprint. Oh, no, no, sorry. The secret identity kit allowed you to uh, check where people had been um, and everything. You had the hidden camera, which looked like a box of good and plenty candy. Um, the invisible detection kit, which you could watch and see where people stepped if they stepped in the goo that you put like out for them to see. <laughs> yeah, with the black light. Um, <laughs> the spy code watch, you could write a code out and then, you know, it's like the the rings that you got out of the, the I don't know. The, the decoder could, rings? The decoder rings, but it was a big the watch. Decoder rings? Um, yeah. And then the fingerprint kit. So they had all of these. Um, the toys, does, it, does, it say, uh, does it say always drink Ovaltine? I don't know. I, <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> let's go back to a Christmas story. I, I don't know. Um, you could do different ones, I guess. Um, but these kits, these were actually pretty cool, like when you think about it and everything. And they had some of the best commercials um, out there for kids to buy them, um, just showing off how they worked. Um, now, the fact that they were, oh, excuse me, the fact that the commercials were all probably filmed in a room no. the size of this bedroom, and that's how <laughs> they work, um, you know, because you're all right there. But hey, the toys themselves were pretty cool. I liked them. I, I had some friends that had some. We play with them. I watched one of the commercials with the ones you're talking about, and the commercial was kind of funny. Was it the stranger? Uh, uh, they were following some guy. They followed him into a movie theater, and then they the leave the movie theater. The stranger, yeah. and yeah. he's like, "We're gonna have to shut it all down because they have spy tech." <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, it's the one commercial that comes up if you search spy tech and Tyco toys um it's the the first one that comes up so i'm sure we'll be sharing that this week uh as i'm going to try to share some of these commercials because they're freaking amazing so those are the ones that i looked up and just like remembered um like i said the commercials were the best part of them the toys were fun um these are just something oh, i actually man. remember playing with so well there was another one i looked up it had a uh, of course there's an invisible ink you mm -hmm. know there's one that has a pen that you can write with, and the paper was dissolvable, so you can leave a note, and then you can write a note real quick, and then dissolve it in water. Uh, Without this message self-destructing? Right. Self-destructing message, uh, yeah. You could put a, a cap in the pen, and it would fire it, too, and sound like it's shooting a single bullet. And then it says, you can, uh, if you're really in need, you can turn the pen around and blow on it, and it whistles, if you, and we'll just come help. And I'm like, if you're really in need, how are you going to hear a whistle when you're probably not around? <laughs> but there so were a else? few other things I looked up. I was about to say, you had some more stuff there, John, um, with the Bond Jr. Well, there's a lot of different ones. The Bond Jr. is one that Michael was talking about. Uh, I looked into a few of the things from, like, over in Japan. Oh, weird. Um, so there's a few things they did over there from, let's see here, there was a scene model kit figure, um, of James Bond, which was Roger Moore at the time in 1983, and it's got like four pieces that you put together, and then you get to paint it, and it's from the scene from, uh, Your Eyes Only, and then there's another one, uh... 
that was one of the females, the honey writer, Dr. No, uh, and it was Ursula Andrus, and it was the same thing. It's just they had these like four pieces that you paint, and then you, guess, I guess you glued them together. So, but those were things that came out in Japan. There, of course, I mean, you can get into the video games and all that stuff, too. Uh, what was one of the other ones? There was a complete spy kit from Cobell brand that came out in, where was this one? I didn't write down the date that it came out. It was in the 84, well no, 84 was Atari, <laughs> sorry. Um, so it was in the 80s. Uh, oh, here's the one uh, with the exploding pin, the exploding lighter, an exploding coin. All these so were, lost, yeah. all these were branded with the 007 deal, but the Cobell made these in uh, Spain for Cobell here in USA. And the kit came with all of those things in it. And of course had a 45 automatic with shoulder host, you know, holster, exploding pin, ID wallet, and James Penn emblem pin. So. so you mentioned one thing there that um, the, one of the biggest things besides just the movies and stuff that I remember about Bond is the game. The, the, game, the N64 game. Um, the James Bond Goldfinger, like th that was, I remember playing <laughs> it. Um, I want to say the three of us all played it together, right? Yes. I know I played it. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, I remember us playing it. Um, I played it with friends. Um, you just go against you, just try to shoot each other. Um, the one thing I didn't <laughs> like, it was playing it with, uh, the golden gun. Cause that's the one shot. My favorite way to play it was slappers only. Um, yeah. which if <laughs> you've listened that. to my if you've listened to my episode of the Dorksman uh, when I was on a guest for them I mentioned that um, we just had so much fun playing that game because it takes forever when it's slappers only and the worst part is when it would glitch you'd get caught on a corner and you couldn't move uh, <laughs> we we played it not too long ago John I gave you all the systems um, just recently have you gotten any of them out because I know that game is in there uh, the Sega's hooked up and works the Nintendo I've got to figure out I couldn't get any of the games to work that were with it. Uh, and then I'm missing a cord on the Super. Okay, so, so I have... I, oh, on the, no, on the 64. I didn't have a Super. Yeah, the 64. Um, so I probably have that in another box. Um, so we'll, we'll oh, get probably. those out. I, I had some extra that. cords that I think go to some of your stuff. <laughs> we probably. Um, we do need to try to figure out maybe, maybe once we all get together and whatever, how we can stream some of those old school games. Um, on the old school systems, I think that would be a lot of fun. So, um, yeah. What else do we have? Anything other toy wise we want to talk about? Uh, if you go back, if you go back to '79, um, I also wanted to kind of mention this. Uh, Mego uh, Toys had um, some of the 12 inch dolls as well. Uh, they had uh, they had a uh, Drax, Holly. James Bond, uh, James Bond with the spacesuit and Jaws, and those are all tied into the Moonraker movie. Right. So, um, and then going back, I know we kind of touched this a little ago with that James Bond Junior. Um, I thought that was kind of interesting um, seeing that as something I don't remember. It came out in '92 and '93. Um, they had some kind of 
uh, funky looking CD player. Uh, it was called the Hot Shot CD player. It had earphones, and the CD was actually when you put it in there, and you could it was halfway sticking out. So I don't. It was kind of funky looking. So with the uh, James Bond Jr. stuff coming out in ninety two, ninety three, you think they were trying to uh, come off of the Indiana Jones Jr. stuff? Because uh, I probably think it was so. right around the same time frame that they were doing that Jr. I'm looking at them, they kind of re- re- remind me of Ninja Turtle type stuff with the bright colors and uh, some of the names and stuff like that. Uh, the card art, you know, it all kinds of, kind of, you, you had those kind of figures right in that area that was, uh, like I said, it kind of resembles uh, the Ninja Turtle colors and stuff like that, so. Yeah. Um, oh, I remember some of these. I just looked it up, so. Yeah, uh, and then they had you know they had a whole line here in the U.S. and then they had a whole line the same ones and that were just European uh, release. They were the same ones, but the cards were different for the European releases. They're different colors. So I mean, you had there was a Doctor Derange. There was a Doctor No, uh, Gordo Lighter, uh, IQ, and then you had Bond Junior in flight gear, and then he had him in, in ninja gear, and then a scuba gear. And then you had Jaws, which is a, a regular Bond bad guy. And then you had Odd Job as well. And then there was a Mr. Buddy Mitchell as well, so on the figures. And then they had three different uh, vehicles. There was a Scum Shark um, type thing. It looked like a shark car. And then you had the sports car. Which was, you know, ties into like the regular James Bond, like the Aston Martin stuff like that. Um, and then you have a sub cycle, uh, which is kind of like a submarine motorcycle looking thing. So that is the weirdest thing. Sorry, John brought up the video, the photo of that Hot Shot Cap Gun CD player. Yeah, uh, wow, that is the weirdest thing ever. How many of those CDs skip constantly? I mean, they Pro- have to. <laughs> Probably all of them. I've never, you know. Yeah, because the CD's not even fully enclosed into the the player. It's yeah. halfway sticking out, yeah. Can you throw yeah. that at somebody while it's playing and it'll chop their head off? It maybe, maybe it's the... It's part of it. Thing yeah, that for, pink and yellow yeah. and the orange and the black, like, yeah, that, that does remind me of some of the turtle stuff. And yeah. Definitely 90s. So, okay, well... I think we're we're actually getting somewhat close to time um, to keep it at our normal normalish time here. Um, we don't have toy uh, truths this week. Uh, there was so many things, so much out there. Um, I, I wanted to just make a toy truth that was actually just movie related, but since you guys don't like to watch movies, um, <laughs> I was like that would be cheating. Nobody would get any points. So we're going to skip that this week, uh, but just so everybody remembers, Michael's at six points, John's at five points, so we're going to come back next week, um, and maybe John can catch up. I don't know. Maybe we should get you some help, John. You need some help next week? Probably. All right, because we have a we have a, a pretty big episode next week. Um, I know we're going to have somebody on telling some stories. Um of this specific toy line that we're going to talk about. I don't want to give too much away. Um, we'll tease it enough before we get into it. But, uh, yeah, we do have some fun stuff. So maybe 
Um, while they're on, they could actually help you out and not Michael. Maybe you can get ahead of Michael <laughs> for a week or so. Um, so we've got that. I do have one more Bond question that I want to put out for everybody, like put out there to see if we can get some answers and see what everybody thinks. Um, it is movie related, but there have been seven people portray Bond on the silver screen. Um, those being Sean Connery, David Niven, George Lazenby, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, and Daniel Craig. So that just runs up the first 25 movies. Um, after 25, they're gonna, there's going to be a Bond change. Um, I think it's been announced. I've heard a lot of different things, So, um, but that's here and there. I want to know. I want to see people tweet this. Um, share, share the link to this podcast. Um, hashtag it with Toy Rewind Podcast. Hashtag it with favorite Bond and tell us who your favorite Bond actor is. I want to know what everybody thinks. Um, mine, I happen to have, Daniel Craig happens to be my favorite. Um, I, I just like the, the way his movies, they're more updated, um, which obviously because they're, they're more this time. But I just like the way he portrays it. Um, they're awesome. Past that, it would be Sean Connery and Roger Moore. Um, maybe some Timothy Dalton in there, like all the rest of them all kind of merge in together. Um, I don't remember Niven or Lazenby, um, but they were only for like one year. And I know that between them playing Bonds, Sean Connery actually played more Bonds. And <laughs> right. it was quite a, quite an interesting thing up until uh, 70, 75 or whatever. So, um, sorry, 85. But yeah, so yeah, let us know. Um, hashtag at that stuff. Um, let us know who your favorite Bond characters are. And John, do you have your? Do you know who your favorite Bond actor is? Uh, I'd have to say Daniel Craig for the last one that I actually did see. So. I mean, his are his are very. I really do like his arc. It's a great arc. Right. That. So, Michael. Uh, mine's gonna be Daniel Craig as well because no, I haven't seen any of the movies, but his is the only ones that really have interested me. Uh, I had interest in seeing. I think I'm gonna as soon as I get a chance. I want with this new one coming out, um, and I wanted to see the last one. I never did, uh, but I think his his Bond kind of piques my interest more than the others do. Um, yeah. I know Sean Connery did a great job doing his, but um, you know all those seventies, sixties, seventies type movies, and uh, but I like uh, I like just the look and the feel of the. Daniel Craig's uh, character. Sorry, I like him shaking, not stirred. John's getting a water delivery. <laughs> there you go. Oh no. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Michael. Hi, Megan. Hello. I'm the bartender. Let's go. Y'all want so, one? Would you like one? Sorry, can't give it to you. <laughs> all right. Just in case right. you need some more. Wow. All right. <laughs> Special guest. Um, so yeah, well, whenever you it's do, get ready to watch those, Michael. Make sure you watch them in order. I will. Yes, I definitely will. Because his arc, I every, all the rest of them do follow a, kind of an order, um, but they're individual movies for the most part. Pierce Brosnan's kind of have an arc, but it's not a very big arc. Like it, they kind of relate. But uh, Daniel Craig's his is a, it's a whole arc between the first um, Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace. Skyfall, Spectre, and then um, I think it's No Time to Die, which is the new one. So yeah, make sure you watch them in order because they'll be they'll be definitely worth it. Yeah. Um, it is interesting to me. I did not realize Daniel Craig. I mean, I know that his first movie was back in two thousand six, 
but looking back at it and looking at he's been Bond since 2006. That's 14 years. I didn't realize he had actually been Bond for 14 years. Um, whereas like Pierce Brosnan was only Bond for seven. So, yeah. you know, it's been quite a bit more of a, a run for Daniel Craig, but, you know, it's been great. So, yeah, let us know who your favorite Bond actors are. Um, I have a feeling Mom will come back and say that it's Sean Connery. Um, but then past that, she may like Pierce Brosnan more than Daniel Craig. So, I don't know. We'd like to hear that, Mom. Let us know. Um, all right, with that, um, make sure you check us out on all the socials. Like I said, let us know what you who your favorite Bond characters are. Uh, but check us out on Instagram, Twitter. At, both of them are at Toy Rewind Pod. Check out our website, ToyRewindPodcast.com. You can get to our Facebook group from there. Uh, please interact with us. Try to get a little more interaction going on there. Um, ask us questions. Six, four, three, two. I don't know what Michael's pointing numbers at me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, what do you point numbers at me? I said we got. I said we we're gonna do our ranking on that. Oh, oh yes. Sorry, <laughs> we need to do our toy rankings. Uh, that's what this is. So yeah, uh, I'm just where do you want to rank it at? Yeah, where do you, all right, Michael? Uh, this is our toy rankings. Where do you want to rank it at? Right now we've got uh, six of them. Where are you putting it at? Uh, John, go ahead and do yours. Let me think for a minute. Oh, uh, I was gonna say the same thing. Give me a second. All right, I'll go with mine. Um, I'm actually looking at them on the website right now, so I can kind of look at it. Um, and this is probably going to be a five for me. Um, I remember playing with these a little bit, or at least the ones that I looked up. Um, like I said, the, the movies are nostalgic for me, kind of watching them and everything and seeing everything. Uh, I'm going to rank this a five and push down Centurions and Bionic 6. Alrighty, so I'm gonna put them at yeah, I'm gonna put them at five two and knock down the Centurions and Bionic six two. By the way, Michael, before you give it that, did we say that right? Centurions. <laughs> Centurions. <laughs> okay. And you you also you also said uh, the Nintendo sixty four game was uh, golden. Uh, Golden Finger is that? It's Golden Eye. It's Golden Eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just to, just to correct you no, again. I, I got, I had it mixed up. I, as soon as I said it, I thought I was wrong. Um, I got it mixed up with uh, the man with the golden gun. The finger. Yeah, my bad. Uh, to me, I'm gonna put this at uh, number six. Yeah. So you're just pushing down Bionic Six? Yeah, <laughs> just Bionic Six. So Bionic Six is now seven. <laughs> well bionic six will be out soon so sorry um yeah. for all those people that came to listen to us because they love bionic six and they're like oh we're gonna listen to these guys they're gonna hate us in a few episodes <laughs> so but it was uh, the forgotten line it was yeah, it and was. hopefully it will not be the forgotten episode um yeah so uh the rankings are out of the way um, so back to our recap, uh, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, our website. Um, we are, maybe next week we'll have our bingo sheet completely done. Um, so we can have some people play some bingo while they're... Yeah, we're getting close to that. Yeah. We're getting close to mm -hmm. it. Um, if anybody has any suggestions on bingo cards, let us know. You can tweet those, um, Instagram them to us, whatever. Um, 
Facebook, you can do any of them. Let us know what you think. And uh, I think that's about it. If you want some uh, Toy Rewind merch, we got shirts. Uh, Michael's got one on right now. It's pretty cool. I've had a few people ask me about them. We also have stickers. Um, if you guys, if you want a sticker, uh, we've had some go out. But they're, I think they're pretty cool looking. Um, so if you want a sticker, let us know. Interact with us. Maybe we'll get you a sticker. Um, and then I guess you guys have anything else? No, I'm good. Yeah, I think we covered everything that we've looked at. All good here. John, all good there. John. All right. Well, then I guess uh, on behalf of us brothers, on behalf of us brothers here at the Toy Rewind Podcast, play on. And we like those shaken, not stirred. Mm-hmm.